Hey guys, and welcome to the Bare Naked Health Podcast, where I interview the absolute best health and wellness practitioners from across the globe to show you what they do so you can do it too. This is because, like you, I did not always feel that health was easy. I tried different diets, exercise plans, but often felt misled by an industry that really thrives on you not getting healthy and always spending money on the next new thing. Because of this, I'm getting bare naked on health and pulling back the curtain to show you that being truly healthy is simple. Wherever you are in your health journey, I want to show you that with minimal effort, you can get maximum results and do what you love. Play with your kids, go for a hike, and crush it in your business all while feeling great. To give a kickstart, I encourage you to go over to BarenakedHealthPodcast.com to access my calendar and schedule a 15-minute call so we can discuss what is your biggest struggle when it comes to maintaining your health. Remember that I'm a holistic lifestyle coach and that the show is really sponsored by you guys. Each of you that works with me that I am able to take on as a client helps me to be able to keep putting out these podcasts for free. So I just want to thank you, each of you, for your love and support. Hey guys, I'm your host, Nick Horowski, and welcome to another episode of the Bare Naked Health Podcast. And today uh, I'm flying solo and I want to discuss um, really ideal sleep uh, and really like bedtime routines in general. Uh, this is really just on my mind so much because and my son, uh, what is he now? He's like seven weeks old, uh, the younger guy, Max. So this is just really more important than ever for me uh, right now uh, as it was about two years ago with Cooper uh, when he was born. And I just want to share uh, a little bit uh, on uh, what you can do to get the most out of your sleep, uh, what my ideal routine would look like versus uh, what my current routine is, and hopefully give you some tips in there to help adjust this to you uh, yourself. Now, this isn't this is kind of a twofold thing because again, strength is still really on my mind too. Uh, really getting ready, ramping up uh, for a contest coming up in a couple months uh, for Strongman, and strength has been going really well. Recovery has been going really well, and. Part of that is I think I've been able to maximize uh, my sleep, uh, even with a newborn, which, as most people know, can be challenging. Uh, and first of all, first and foremost, I should say, I have to give the utmost credit to my beautiful wife, Julie, uh, because she certainly takes the brunt of it. Um, I try and stay up a little bit later and get up a little bit earlier, but for the most part, in the middle of the night, I get more of a solid sleep than she does um, because she's just feeding Max. She's amazing at it. Uh, I mean, just everything she's doing with him. So I really appreciate her uh, and have to give her more credit than anything else. So I want to put that caveat in here for guys and girls. Uh, remember, uh, this might be a more applicable thing uh, for anybody with newborns, at least, um, to guys. Uh, and then it's also, there's like, I'm going to give my ideal routine. So this is not going to be just for people looking to get stronger, uh, but really just trying to get the damn most out of your sleep that you possibly can. Uh, so I think there's going to be a lot that we go or that I go over here uh, that you can take away no matter what your goals are. Uh, a lot of the basic principles are still just absolutely huge. Uh, and one of the reasons I bring up sleep is still, it's about the most anabolic thing you can do. You're going to get so many hormones, uh, so many anabolic hormones, uh, and really just sex hormones in general, uh, produced properly because of a good night's sleep than just about anything else you can do short of taking anabolics. So 
if you're going to do that, I mean, go for it. I don't really care. Um, but I'm trying to maximize not only just uh, my my strength, but my overall health as well. So what I'm going to start with actually is diving into uh, a little bit on my routine because I think this is a big part of it. So you can kind of get, uh, wow, like you can look at it like, okay, what are you doing right now versus uh, what am I doing? And you can kind of pick and choose any things that you think in there. Uh, I'm going to also just give things out there that aren't necessarily what I do, but I think are very viable options as well. Uh, so my ideal is I'm in bed by right around nine o'clock. Uh, reason for this being, again, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. is ideal window to for uh, physical recovery. 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. is ideal recovery for uh, mental, emotional recovery. Uh, just based on circadian rhythms, this is how the body works. Uh, so, hey, if I'm in bed by nine, I actually get a little jump start on that, and I like getting up earlier. I just feel better doing that. So, again, there's always a little bit of tweaking, like not ever is anything the exact uh, like it has to be from nine until or I'm sorry from 10 until six or nine until five or whatever it is uh, even one thing I've heard Charles Poliquin talk about I think it was Poliquin uh, this was actually something I read years ago probably at least 10 years ago maybe more maybe less but he talks and I think it was a German thing that he found out about is it like it's like eight to four is when people sleep uh, and I think that I would really like something like that. Like if I could get to sleep right at eight o'clock, um, because I'm so productive in the mornings. And for those of you that are productive, Hey, this is certainly something to think about. Like staying up later may not be the best option. If you're better off getting up earlier to do whatever it is that you want to do in the mornings. Uh, I just think of like productivity for me being able to write, um, working out at 4am. I'm not really a big fan of, uh, I know Jacko Willink, uh, he's, he's a big 4am guy, but I just don't feel that good. I don't feel that strong. So you know what? I do it where it's going to be ideal for me to get the most out of it. And I just like it better. Like, it's not that I don't like moving at 4 a.m. I just don't necessarily like lifting heavy at 4 a.m. Uh, but I'm going to preface now everything here with a good night's sleep begins with waking up in the morning and getting outside. Uh, I mean, that's a whole nother conversation, but this is more meant to be like first the few hours leading up to bedtime. But cannot harp on that enough get out get some sunshine and it doesn't always have to be like first thing in the morning like i think that's an ideal but getting out getting sunshine in general will allow your body uh, allow that circadian uh, clock to um, balance out a little bit better now i'm going to start kind of where my bedtime routine uh, almost starts if you will uh and it's eating like i i like to eat around 5 30 6 o'clock uh, this is usually a decent sized meal, uh, but it's balanced. Like I'm going to have some fat. I'm going to have some protein. I'm going to have some carbs in there. Uh, it's going to vary depending on what I did that day, what I'm doing the next day, of course, but nutrition again, listen to all the things, um, coming out with my nutrition book, uh, soon. So there's going to be a lot more in that, but suffice to say, like I eat, like eating all the macronutrients at each meal here. Uh, and this is just a nice thing now too. Like now I, I shifted my schedule around so that we can kind of sit around the table and eat together. Uh, doesn't always work out perfectly uh, because if Max wants to eat at this time, well, one of us has to be feeding him. So we're not necessarily eating with everybody else. Uh, so Julie might be feeding him. I might be feeding him. It all depends. But we try and get, hey, 
one of us is sitting down for sure with Cooper having some dinner there and just the others are in and around. And I think this is really important. Um, and, and I don't think I recognized it before uh, until we started doing it over the last few weeks. And it just allows us to, hey, this is kind of the start of our wind down for the day. Uh, and it's nice. I mean, this could just be sitting and eating and it doesn't have to be much talking. We could be talking, whatever it is. But I, I, I think that's good for him just that being around loved ones. Uh, so that's always a nice thing. But the other thing is it's not a rushed meal, uh, which you don't want to gorge yourself and then just pass out and just not have chewed it. Not like don't put more stress on your digestive system going into sleep. Like that's when you want it to be recovering. So getting that food intake in is going to be huge. And sometimes I'll still eat a little bit later, uh, have a little bit of a snack after that. But again, this is where I've found that I do best uh, getting that last big meal around that time. Uh, around this time too. So by around 5.36 o'clock is when I stop uh, with liquids. Uh, again, that's not saying I don't have anything else, but that's my last uh, heavy intake of water, I guess, if you will. Uh, sometimes I'll maybe, I actually haven't had tea in the evening in a while lately, but with it getting colder out now, that's something I'm more likely to do. Uh, but I just don't drink a lot because I don't want to be up peeing in the middle of the night. Now, that being said, right now I'm getting up in the middle of the night anyway to help with Max, so it's really not that big of a deal. But I'm just better off doing that. Uh, and just like throughout the day, I still like to make sure that I have a fair amount of salt in this meal too uh, because I think it does help with that uh, making me less likely to have to get up and go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. So yeah, liquid's pretty much just done by then so that I don't have to. Uh, disturb my sleep any more than is needed. Uh, so after this, uh, I mean, we're we're cleaning, we're cooking, we're getting maybe food for ready for the next day. Uh, but now we're just kind of sitting out, hanging around, playing uh, from then until around eight when the boys are going down. Uh, ideally, so this is now an ideal versus what we do. Uh, sometimes we'll have the TV on. Uh, during this period, sometimes we won't, it, it really, it does all depend. I mean, ideally, like I said, I like to have electronics done by about seven. So that two hour window before I go to bed. Now, does this happen for me? Very rarely. Uh, more so because this is one of the easiest times for me to get some more work done, whether it be notes that I'm having to finish up, uh, whether it be writing, uh, recording podcasts, I mean, whatever it is it's an ideal time for me just based on the boy's schedule right now. So that's where I have to make a little bit of a sacrifice, but that doesn't mean that I'm not doing the best I can with those electronics. So next thing I want to go into is I hate light at night. Like I despise lights being on. Um, I think this actually, you know what? I just had an epiphany goes back to my grandfather. I think he would always turn lights off around the house. Uh, and I, I don't think it was, I mean, for him, it was more of an electron, like electricity conservation. He was big on that and water. Uh, I'm big on, like, I like electricity conservation, but for me, I just can't stand lights being on, uh, and water, the whole water running thing that drives me absolutely bonkers. Anyway, talk for another day. Electronics, like our electronics, lights, anything like that. I really can't stand it. Julie, I probably drive her crazy. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's just one of those, I just don't like lights on. If they're on, we have amber lights now uh, in a couple of the rooms, which are fantastic. Like this has made a huge 
change for me. Uh, we have amber lights. Uh, Julie uses an amber flashlight to read. I have a little like mini lamp uh, that I can use to read at night too. So this is something we've all kind of made a change with. And I cannot say enough about this for being able to get a just awesome night's sleep. Uh, without it, I notice a huge difference if I'm around just way too much light, way too much stimulus. So I can only uh, say this for myself, but I recommend people get amber lights. Lowbluelights.com, just a plug for them. They are fantastic. Um, that and blue blockers. Like, I will put the blue blockers on because sometimes Julie and I, after the boys are down, we'll go still in the kitchen. We've got to just do some cleaning up. We don't have, that's a, the hardest one where I found to get the, I mean, we have dimming light we can use, um, but to, those overhead lights are harsh. Uh, anyway, I want to find out a way to get around that. But right now, I just wear the blue blockers, uh, just nice big amber glasses, try and wrap all the way around, keep out as much of that light as possible. I know there's going to be skin receptors and whatnot, but for me, it's partly uh, psychological. Like if I see that stimulating light, like I feel wound up. But if I see uh, lights on, but I at least have it dimmed out through those, then I feel much better about it. Uh, so that's just a, a real biggie for me. Uh, so electronics, I there are other things you can do. Uh, so I'm talking about this. Just get flux. Like put it on your computers. Uh, use like the the amber shit, like the night shift or whatever it is on your phones. Like get any of these things to stop with that blue light because you want 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 the melatonin production you want your body to think that it's time to wind down because when it is you want to be able to get to sleep but you want to be able to get the recovery that's what it's all about getting the mental recovery so your brain all of your organs your muscles your joints like everything needs these signals these proper signals to get that so give it to them the best that you can so getting back into more my ideal, uh, I just, I, it's fun actually now like getting to play uh, with the kids from that like seven to eight o'clock hour. So whether you have kids, whether you don't have kids, like you can go for a walk. Like we go for our walk earlier in the day, but this could be a nice time to go for a walk. This could be a nice time to read a little bit, to do some art, to just do some stretching. I mean, whatever it is for me, it's like I'm crawling around on the ground. Um, playing with cars, maybe just feeding Max, whatever it is, but it's that play. Like it really does uh, help to really just wind down and enjoy it. Uh, so then, like I said, the, we're trying to put them down around eight. Uh, since I put Max to sleep, this could take anywhere from like another 20 minutes to 40 minutes or yeah, approximately uh, until he finishes a bottle. Uh, and really kind of passes out so that you know he's going to be asleep rather than you put him down and he's wait right back up. Cooper, it's a little bit easier. Uh, read him a couple books, tuck him in, he's pretty happy. Uh, but that's my ideal. So now 8 o'clock, like if I want to get to bed in by 9, like I have an hour or so. So what is it that I want to do? And this is something that's really important for people, I think, to find out is what is that real, like, this was all part of my bedtime routine, but that last hour or two, and I'll say that last hour, I think is super critical to get your body and your mind, your spirit, all of the above ready for an amazing night's sleep. It is absolutely imperative that you do this or that you have something that you know what you're going to do so that it's not always just this like, uh, twiddling your thumbs, like what the hell am I supposed to be doing here? Um, 
Okay, so I'm going to give you my ideal. Uh, well, no, I'm going to give you what reality it looks like for me. Uh, so I usually, Max is usually down by about 8.30. So that gives me, uh, well, it's for 9 o'clock, it gives me a half hour. Usually I'm in bed by about 9.30 right now. Uh, sometimes it's 10.30, 11, but depends on how he's sleeping. So uh, what do I do? I usually come out and I jump right on my computer. So this is, I'm finishing up uh, any writing that I need to get done. I'm finishing up any notes that I need to get done uh, because I still have to get those things uh, done because for me in the morning, right now, that's not a big option. Uh, so I just plan accordingly. But I try and get the computer powered down as soon as possible. And then what do I do? Uh, now it's time for me for my Tai Chi, uh, for some stretching. Um, those are usually like what I do. Sometimes I get some reading in, sometimes I don't. Uh, sometimes it's just listening to a little bit of an audiobook or a podcast, uh, as far as my, for my reading instead. Uh, but for me, that looks like over the course of an hour, uh, maybe a half hour. Like I usually shut down the computer right around nine o'clock. Uh, again, sometimes earlier, sometimes later, depends how I'm feeling. Like some nights I just, Hey, if it's eight 30, I'm going outside for my Tai Chi immediately, uh, and just get into bed. Uh, so I've actually shortened up my Tai Chi a little bit, which this has been starting to bother me. So I've been slowly ramping it back up. Uh, I, I got down to about 10 minutes. Now I'm back up. I'm doing maybe 12, 15 minutes or so, and I'm feeling better and better. So I, I think those extra 10 minutes of it to do are worth more than it's better for me to get 10 more minutes of Tai Chi than it is 10 minutes of sleep. I, I just, that's how I feel like, so that's what I'm going to do. Uh, but I know not everybody does Tai Chi. Uh, so my ideal, if, if everybody was asleep by eight o'clock and I had an hour to do whatever I would want, uh, what would that look like? That would be immediately I'd go, I say 20 minutes of reading. I really want that to be half hour, 45 minutes of reading. Uh, just cause I really enjoy, uh, sitting down with a physical book and, reading. Um, although most of the time I listen to books because I learn very well like that and it's most conducive to my lifestyle right now. Uh, I do enjoy reading a, an awesome book. Uh, so from there, uh, I would go into about maybe 15, 20 minutes of stretching, uh, mobilizing, uh, just my moving my body in ways that it's restricted. Uh, to get the movement back and to maintain that movement. And then using my Tai Chi ruler for 20 minutes. This is still, if all I have is five minutes, if all I have is 20 minutes, this is still my go-to. It allows me to get a couple things, like get barefoot outside underneath my Tai Chi tree, connecting with nature and getting my mind right, getting that pumping for my body. Like nothing really does a better job uh, for me to be able to sleep well than doing Tai Chi, uh, there's just flat out nothing I've found stretching like doesn't do it. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I've become so accustomed to it. It's one of those. I almost want to try other things, but I don't like it just, if, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. So these are the things that you need to think about for yourself. What is it that you can do? Uh, I'm looking at a painting on the wall. Do you, do you want to do some type of drawing, some type of painting, uh, if it's reading? But you need to find ways, uh, and I say need to because, yeah, it's really going to be your most ideal if you want to get most, uh, most out of your health, uh, a healthy lifestyle, but also if you want to get stronger. Like It's not going to 
you're not going to get stronger by staying up till midnight just watching videos or whatever it is like it's not going to no i shouldn't say that you're still going to be able to get stronger you're not going to be able to get to your strongest uh, you're not going to be able to get you're going you can get healthy you're not going to get to that healthiest point so what are those options for you what do, is it that you want to do uh, I know a lot of people like like the whole cold shower, hot shower, or using a sauna, uh, something before bed, and then maybe a cold shower afterwards to cool everything down. There's so many different uh, quote unquote hacks, I guess, out there. Uh, which again, I always find the term hack. I want to go on a little tangent here. I find the term hack, like a biohack, to be very odd because hacking something to me is like I always think of like, oh, you're a hack. You're you're a phony, like you're a false, like so. I don't see why you would want a biohack, like that just seems like an odd way to go about it. Why wouldn't you want like a bio optimizer, something cooler like that? I don't know. That's just my thoughts. Um, but after there, uh, what do I do? Like rest to finish up my routine. Hey, I poop and I brush my teeth. Uh, I always feel better. Uh, and this is something that's very true, actually. Is you ideally want to be pooping around the same time every day. Uh, for me, it's first thing in the morning and last thing at night. Uh, so that's just how it works out for me. Uh, and I am, <laughs> I found out that uh, when Max was first born, like I was not able to stay on this regular schedule and it bothered the hell out of me. Uh, over the last week or two, like I've gotten back on and I'm very consistent with it again. I don't feel backed up. I don't feel uh, any back pain. Like I was getting a little bit of back pain uh, when that would happen side note on that too uh back pain can be caused by constipation for people that were just wondering so always keeping that in mind uh when you just uh, i mean have any of that uh, but then yeah finishing up just brushing some teeth there too uh because that's just part of my routine so that's where i know that that's what i'm going to jump into after that uh now that's my overall like bedtime routine uh so there are a lot of different ways that you can skin that cat, right? Find what works best for you. Uh, make one tweak at a time, though. Don't try to, uh, if you want to, like, follow mine. I don't recommend that. No, follow what works for you. This works very well for me, and I'm still always refining it. Now, going off of that, though, I do want to go into, like, uh, some supplements. And not just supplements, but, like, whole foods, like, sleep foods, uh, just a couple different things with that. Uh, and still the biggest thing comes down to eating a well-balanced meal. Uh, <laughs> I cannot harp on that enough. Like nothing else is going to replace that. Uh, some people will do well stopping eating earlier in the day. Some people will st- do well stopping eating early, uh, later in the day. Find what works for you. See how you sleep. That's your answer, okay? Now, for me, it's uh, I actually do well, like I said, with a balance. I if I eat um, too many carbs, like if Julie makes a dessert or something, uh, I snore and don't sleep well that night. Now, if I have a small piece, like if she makes like a gluten free cookie or something like that, and if I want to have a couple of those, I'm okay. But I'll actually put uh, some butter. Like I'll I'll eat. Like if she makes chocolate chip cookies, I'll put a piece of butter in between two cookies and I'm good. Uh, That's enough 
Uh, and I might have like a piece of cheese with that because there I'm getting like some extra. Uh, I'm not getting just solely too many carbohydrates and add in a little bit of fat and protein. I'm actually okay there. Uh, so that's, I mean, with desserts, but in general, like I like uh, just foods that I like. I like avocados and cheese before bed. Um, cherries are a big one, like with the whole melatonin and people like cherries. I mean, I like cherries before bed. It doesn't necessarily do me it doesn't really necessarily change anything for me, excuse me. Uh, honey is something I really like uh, before bed. And or if I get up in the middle of the night and I do ever have trouble falling back asleep, uh, either, and, well, and or probably a little bit of both, honey and salt, uh, that works wonders for me being able to just pass right back out. Uh, so those are things that I really like. Now, as far as just other supplements, I guess, uh, ZMA stack, uh, like not necessarily a ZMA stack because most of those are just aspartates and they're pretty garbage, but a good chelated form of zinc and magnesium, I think still works really well. I don't necessarily notice a huge, I, I notice a difference if I don't take it. Uh, I don't always take it. I shouldn't say that, but that's one of those like that I'll cycle on, cycle off of. Uh, not that I measure or test in my blood for it, which probably should, but I do that more based on feel. Uh, and it's worked out pretty well for me. Like right now, I'm not really taking anything and I don't feel like I needed it. Uh, but that's something like, just like vitamin D and K2 in the winter time, I just do better taking certain times of the year. Uh, but I think those like, just cause there's minerals that do help with sleep and they often are so deficient, uh, especially I've made my own, uh, magnesium spray, like magnesium oil. So I'll spray that on sometimes. I just really like that. Uh, I don't notice how it affects my sleep, but I notice it for my recovery, uh, especially uh, I was noticing like I, I tweaked my groin earlier this week. I sprayed it on uh, and I mean, th- I was really like tossing and turning, like trying to get comfortable in bed uh, and hurting pretty good, like just even sitting down, standing up from a chair. Next morning I woke up, boom, no problems. Now I don't know if it was straight up the magnesium, but I'm not going to argue against it, right? Uh, other things, lavender is always a biggie. Uh, and I like lavender. Uh, I don't really notice. I mean, it's a very calming thing for me, but I don't have to go and I have to use my lavender. Uh, I'm pretty good at just being able to chill out and just hit the hay. I think that it can be a very good thing though. Uh, nootropics, uh, these I'm actually really intrigued by. Uh, and I tried one. I don't even remember what it was. I, I know what it was like if I looked it up. Uh, Havasnu, Hanasnu, like nutrition or something was the company. I really liked taking it. I felt like my sleep was not only good, but my dreams uh, and just well-restedness, I was impressed by the change that it actually made. Uh, And I'm looking into some other ones right now to see, hey, what else can I mess with to help with my sleep? But that was actually really cool. And I know Joe Rogan talks about this on his podcast, like when he takes his alpha brain, uh, how that affects not only like his ability to focus, but some of just his dreaming. Uh, it's just it's sometimes it's a tough pill to swallow with some of the price on these things. Uh, I'm just what can I say? I'm cheap, right? Not I'm cheap. Um, yeah, my parents will call me cheap, but <laughs> I, I like to get the most bang for my buck. Uh, so I want to find out what are the new tropics out there, and if anybody has any recommendations, I'd love to hear. Uh, what have you guys found that work best for you? Uh, 
for any of these, whether it be sleep or otherwise. Uh, the other thing that I was going to say about them, I actually like them for my workouts a lot too. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like laser dialed in with it. So speaking of this now, I'm going to be ordering some uh, shortly because, well, I just want to. I was a big fan of taking them and I think it really helped with my overall health. So I think that would be something for everybody to look into. Uh, do And I, this is something, actually, no, I'm going to get somebody on the show to talk about more because I am only scratching the surface with them and would by no means consider myself an expert, but I'm really intrigued by using these. But I'll use it as the caveat, provided you're not staying up till 2 a.m., and drinking coffee and so on and so forth. Like make sure the rest of the stuff is dialed in first. Like you have a good to bedtime routine. If you have that dialed in, okay, now it's where you can add these other little things to get those extra couple percent out of whatever it is that you're looking for. Uh, CBD oils and marijuana, uh, especially with the whole uh, certain states are becoming decriminalized. Uh, other states are getting like the medical use. I think this stuff is going to be awesome uh, for just health, period. Uh, I think as far as sleep goes, like the anti-inflammatory properties are just off the chain, right? Like this stuff is so good, as is such a potent anti-inflammatory that we're just missing out if we're not using it. Um, the marijuana, if you're worried about the THC, like I, I think this is going to be something too where you're going to see more and more like hybridized forms where they're just going to keep tweaking it uh, that you're not going to have much of the THC. So you're not going to have the mood altering effects, but you're still going to be able to get the benefits, not only of the CBD, but all of the cannabinoids in these plants, because it's the same thing. Like why refine something so far down that you're only getting part of the extract? No, I want the whole thing. Uh, so sometimes I would want the mind altering effects. Don't get me wrong. Like that's great. But to you so before sleep, I think this can really help with dreams uh, creativity. I just, I love that kind of stuff. I think it's, it's a fun way to add things into the rest of your life. So other things that I'll use, and I haven't used in a while, like I said, I just haven't had much tea at night, but nighty night tea, uh, nutritional medicinals, awesome stuff. Uh, like the, the passion flower and valerian, you can get two different formulas that they have, but these are just big for sleep in general. And I must say like, if I just want to pass right on out, that's something that I'm certainly going to use. Uh, chamomile is also like a big one for people. I'm just not a big fan of chamomile, uh, especially like just straight up chamomile. I guess I know it's in some of these blends that I use, uh, and that's cool. I just don't really like chamomile. I don't know this that it ever makes much of a difference for me. I think tea in general is just a calming thing at night, so I think that's part of uh, what that is as well. Uh, but then the last thing that I want to touch on is, is uh, adaptogens. I love adaptogens uh, just for the stress modulation effects. But these are some too. Uh, like last night, I, I'm using maca right now, uh, a gelatinized maca. So I rotate through what I'm going to use. Uh, up next, I'm going to be using actually either reishi or chaga. I don't remember. I have like some stuff brewing down in the basement. But right now, I'm using maca. And usually, I'll have it more during the day. Last night, I used some right before I went to bed. And I had a great night's sleep, but I just had some cool dreams. Like, I don't even remember, but I just remember waking up and being like, that was a lot of fun. Like, I enjoyed sleeping. Uh, so, adaptogens, uh, be wary. Like, uh, oh, I shouldn't say be wary. 
do your homework on them, of course, but take note, like really get in tune with your body. Like ashwagandha is just supposed to be an amazing adaptogen. And I don't have anything against ashwagandha, but I've tried using ashwagandha and I just, man, I feel like a woman to, uh, whoever sang that song. Uh, (laughs) I, I feel very feminized when I use it. It's just too, too yin for me. I can't use it. I, I, don't like it. I don't enjoy the way I feel with it. And I don't notice that it gives me any positive effects. I only notice things where I feel just very emasculinized, demasculinized. I can't really use the word right now. Uh, I don't feel very like a strong man when I'm doing that. I feel very feminine and I just don't like that feeling. Not that I don't like tapping into uh, my yin part because yin is sleep is very yin and I love that part. Um, but I just don't like the way it makes me feel. So I don't use it. That being said, chaga, I feel like I can run through a wall. Maka, maka, I'm, I just feel good with like maka. I feel, um, very balanced with. So I like that. So again, using these different ones, uh, it was a lot of fun. I, I think there can be a lot to be said for them. Now that's, kind of what my bedtime routine looks like. Uh, again, there are always tweaks being made. There's nothing that's ever consistent. Um, when you have kids, like that's just going to be how it goes, right? So you make those modifications, but I'm doing my best to to get those as, as stable as possible and to get in those routines because routine routine is not always a good thing, but I think for me, routine is amazing at certain times of the day. I love having a, my favorite times for routines are bookends of the day. Again, it's first thing when I wake up, I do the exact same thing. Before I go to bed, I do that exact same thing. And I love having that because I think it really prepares me for the day and also prepares me for sleep. Uh, so that's really, really important. And I think a lot of people could get a lot from that. So I encourage you to try and get those morning and evening routines dialed in. Uh, the rest of my routines are just more dependent on the day uh, and what we have going on. So I'm going to go for a walk every day. That is a routine that I do, but I'm going to make that modification depending on the day. It's not that big of a deal when it happens, just so long that it does happen. Uh, I work out four days a week. I don't necessarily, like I have pretty good idea what days those are going to be, but they're not always going to be the same thing. So when I do that, I I just try and keep it as consistent as possible. uh, And that just really helps me out a lot going forward. So find these things out that work best for you. That's going to be the biggest thing that I can give you. So try it for yourself. If there's something you want to tweak on your routine, whether it be morning or evening, I mean, here we're talking about evening, but find that, do that, make that change. Uh, Don't delay on it because again, what's delaying it going to do? It's just going to delay it. It's not going to help you out any. So find why you're making those choices. For me, it's for strength, for health. Uh, it's for my family. Uh, it's for, hey, being able to go to work and just feel great every day. Uh, so that's it. I, I encourage you to go find the perfect routine for you and you are not going to be disappointed. This is going to, getting an optimized bedtime routine for yourself is going to be one of the most life-changing things that you can do uh, to affect your life in general and your health in general and you will be absolutely grateful that you did so. So thank you guys so much.
Thanks again for listening. And don't forget to head over to BarenakedHealthPodcast.com to check out the show notes for today's episode. While you're there, go to my calendar and schedule a 15-minute call so we can discuss what is your biggest struggle when it comes to maintaining your health. Remember that I'm a holistic lifestyle coach and the show is sponsored by you guys. Each of you that I work with helps me to be able to put out podcasts like this for free. So thanks again for your love and support. Finally, if the show has helped you out in any way, please head over to iTunes to give the Bare Naked Health podcast a positive comment and five-star rating. This really goes a long way in getting the word out with how simple health can be and helping to share the podcast with others. So thank you. Mm-hmm.